Hyundai's most electric EV lineup changes the way you look and feel about EVs, specifically Hyundai EVs. Hyundai's EV lineup has everything you've been yearning for in your next or first EV, boldly captivating your senses. There's the ultra-fast charging in the Ionic 5 and Ionic 6 from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. There's the fun-to-drive lineup and the tech-infused standard safety features like highway driving assist and blind spot collision warning. Plus, you get America's best warranty with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited electric battery warranty. Learn more about Hyundai EVs at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Friday, May the 28th, and it is time for our NFC East Reset. We're going to break down the dirtiest division in football last year with Jeff Kerr in just a few seconds. But first, I point out all seven other divisions. Every single other division is in the feed. We're going to look at it from a gambling perspective in terms of you know, odds for win total. Look at the win totals. Look at the odds to win the Super Bowl, odds to win the division, et cetera, et cetera. Try to find some actionable stuff and figure out where we sort of stand. Like an early look at where we stand with these guys. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, and you can watch all of our shows on youtube.com slash pick six. Make sure to like the video and comment which win total you like the most in the NFC East. Champions. Some, somebody's going to be a champion in that league. Somebody's definitely going to be a champion of the Champions League with Manchester City taking on Chelsea in the biggest soccer match of the year. The K Golazo podcast has you covered. Luis, Luis Miguel and friends welcome soccer experts every single episode to give game-by-game predictions, betting tips, players to watch, post-match analysis, and much, much more. Find K Golazo wherever you're listening to this show and on YouTube as well. UCL Field is here, and K Golazo has you covered. All right, now the free agency, the draft are over, and the schedule has been released. We got to reset the divisions. We're going through each one and figuring out again where to look and what gambling odds to take a peek at. The Cowboys are the favorites to win the year. Oh, by the way, what's up, Jeff Kerr? How you doing? Sorry. I was prepared to introduce you, and then I got I got a little anyway. Yeah, what's up, dude? How you doing? Um, yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> you know, now we're talking the NCE, so I'm about to just. I'm about to pull a Bobby Knight here and just throw a chair because this, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is your wheelhouse. It just so happens that you're on to talk about the fact the Eagles being I – mean, this is the worst Eagles team we've had in a while, right? Um, you know, every time I think the Eagles are going to stink, they're usually good. Like, yeah. in 2016, I thought they were going to win like three, four games. I thought they were going to be terrible. They won seven games, and I was all, they're going to win the Super Bowl next year, and they actually did. So, it, I, I don't know. Like, this team, I'm really high on Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm really high on Jonathan Gannon. Um, I want to play rock, paper, scissors with Nick Sariai. So when I go to training camp this year, I'm just going like, <laughs> to pull out the scissors thing and see what he does. So it's going to be a very <laughs> exactly. the, uh, the Eagles are the have the longest odds to win the division at five to one. Obviously this division is very clustered up and nobody's really sure how things will play out. Uh, you could have gotten some good numbers on Washington earlier in the year, but they're now plus two seventy five. Dallas, the favorite at plus one Oh five and the giants at plus four fifty. As I mentioned, Philly five to one, their win total though, it doesn't really match up, Jeff, with their odds to win the division because their win total is seven and the over is plus 135. Their odds to win the NFC 
uh, 35 to one. Their odds win the Super Bowl 75 to one. Of course, they picked up Devontae Smith in that trade up as a leapfrogged Dave Gettleman and the Giants. They also drafted Landon Dickerson. So they put nice pieces around Jalen Hurts, Ryan Kerrigan, and Anthony Harris. Some really good defensive ads. If if Jalen Hurts is good, this team might not be terrible. And you would love the over seven, but it, that's a big unknown when it comes to Philly in 2021. Yeah, and I thought he was good last year, despite of what they had. You know, they their offensive line was in shambles at the end of the year. Like, I can't remember who actually started on their offensive line, and I'm an Eagles aficionado. Like, I, I remember once Jack Driscoll got her a right tackle. I'm like, yeah, they're done. Like, I, I don't, I don't care anymore at, at that point. And but Jalen Hurts was still the first quarterback ever to run for 800 yards. I mean, sorry, throw for 800 yards and run for 200 yards in his first three career starts. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Uh, he was a great stat power for fantasy. Um, but at the end of the day, like, his accuracy was really bad. But, again, who did he have to throw to? Travis Fulgham, who was good for, like, four weeks. Greg Ward. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Zach Ertz was beyond terrible last year, which is shocking because I, I thought a terrible year for Zach Ertz would be, like, 60 catches, 700 yards because that's just what he is. And, it, you know, the contract situation was a mess last year. Carson Wentz was a disaster. Doug Pearson didn't really seem to care. And, you know, he – it was just a mess for them last year. So, and I, I will point this out, Will. The last five times they finished last in that division, they made the playoffs the next year. So, wow. if you have a bet to make them make the playoffs, I would take it. Like, I, I, it just seems like they are the quickest, worst, the first team ever. And then they go back and do this like doldrum spell where you think they're good and they're not. I mean, everybody should think they're bad this year, but. In reality, they had no depth last year, and everybody got hurt. So they had no one to replace anybody. Their their best position of depth was quarterback, and we all saw what happened with Carson Wentz when you actually dared to challenge him for a job. So I, I don't know. I mean, they are so tough to predict. Um, I feel like, though, if I go with history, I would go over. Okay, so to make the playoffs, they are plus 280, minus 350 to miss the playoffs. Even with 17 games, the expanded thing. I do think at plus 280 that I'm probably just going to take their over – well, I mean, you can take both if you like it. If you think the Eagles are going to be good, take both. But if you're getting to over seven at plus money, at plus 135, you can get – I mean, you get eight wins. They go eight and nine, miss the playoffs by two games or one game or whatever it is, and you still get a plus money return on it. So – if you like, if you if, they, if, they, if you think Eagles can win nine games this year, then absolutely take yes to make the playoffs and and the over. I don't know if the division odds are really that good at five to one, because again, like I would rank them in order: over over seven plus one thirty five, yes, make playoffs plus two eighty, and then win division well below those other two at five to one. Five to one's a nice payout, but you know there's so many outs for you with that over seven and the yes playoff, whereas there's only one path to the division winner and you're not getting 10 to one or 12 to one or anything like that, which seems more in line with where the Eagles are set up in terms of their win total. Exactly. And I, I don't know about the NCAAs. I mean, really what's going to win the division? Like how many wins is it going to be? It's going to be eight, nine, uh, nine, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, Washington's better. I, I, think the Giants are better. Uh, I have reasons why they're not, but <laughs> I think they're better. Um, Dallas should be better just because Dak Prescott's back. Um, I don't care how bad their defense is going to be. It's, you know, Dak Prescott makes that team that much better. Uh, sure. I, I feel bad like Julio Jones ruled them out, but where was he going to fit in there? You already have CeeDee Lamb. You already have Amari Cooper. You already have Michael Gallup. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is going to be Gallup's last year there, but really that team, it all depends on two things, Zeke and the offensive line. Uh, besides that, I, 
you know, if what's their odds to win the division? They're plus one and five. Well, plus let's, get to, five. let's get to them after the break. Let's get to the Giants first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 typical, typical Eagles homer. Talk about the Eagles. You got to get there and start bashing the Cowboys. Bash. Oh, yeah. I bashed the Giants before I'll even bash the Cowboys. Fair, it, fair. You know, um, <laughs> go ahead. You know, I was going to say, Debo, before we move on from the Eagles, any thoughts on bettable items for you on this Philadelphia setup? Oh, man. There's got to be a player prop for Miles Sanders a thousand yards somewhere. There yeah. has to be. Does, does Carson Wentz MVP still count as like an Eagles related prop? Yeah, does that count? Uh, that's a good one. Oh, come on. um, no, I mean, I'm I'm with Jeff, though, in terms of you think they're going to be bad and the expectations are lowered and then they are kind of outperforming that. So to, to make the playoffs or a long shot on the division when the division is in up in air so much, I, I don't hate that. Carson Wentz 40 to 1 to win MVP. Yeah. Uh. You uh, I don't think I'll take it. <laughs> it's not. Nah. Jalen Hurts 60 to 1. Wow. Ooh, that's actually intriguing. He's not going to win MVP, but Philadelphia gets robbed of MVPs anyway. The Sixers have the MVP of the National Basketball Association, and he's not going to win it. I, I don't think either guy wins it, but, you know. <laughs> that's, I, I'm not as – I mean, look, you guys are – you guys are pretty optimistic Eagles fans, both of you. I don't think I look at this roster and see a 9- or 10-win team. Not with the way that, with the new coaching staff. If everybody's healthy, oh, maybe I can talk myself. Oh, what are you guys doing? Well, I don't even know what Nick Sirianni can coach. I don't even know what he can do. All, all I know is he plays rock, paper, scissors, and talk, and loves football. Oh, and he played football. So yeah. that's all I know about Nick Sirianni. If Jalen Rager takes a leap forward and Devontae Smith is as good as he was in college, sure. And you do have the tight end still there. So, that, you know, I can see – and Miles Sanders, you can see this offense being good. It's not crazy to think this offense can be good. I don't think it's going to be a top 10 offense in the NFL. And top 15, I, I think that's – Top 15 is possible. So you would need a top 15 offense, top 15 defense. Is that doable in Philly? I kind of think it is. Um, worries me about their defense is who's going to be the cornerback opposite Darius Slay? Are we really going to go with what they matter here? I don't think so. Uh, they they got to add something. I know Steven Nelson's still available. Howie Roseman is – kind of indicated like they they rather trade for a guy and they have enough draft picks to do that so i think i'd rather trade for a number two cornerback but i love the anthony harris signing i love how rodney mcleod's back um if you can you know but here's the problem will they, they just don't have the depth behind them and one of those guys gets hurt uh i don't know if Kayvon wallace or 2024 round pick can do the job uh their linebacking core is actually a lot better than people think i I really like the Eric Wilson signing. He's played in Jonathan Gann's defense. He's going to be their Mike linebacker. Alex Singleton led the NFL in tackles after week eight last year, which is ironically when he became a starter. And the Ryan Kerrigan signing, I was all on board for because the, somehow their really good defensive line got. Oh, I forgot to mention Ryan Kerrigan. God, I had that. On, I said Ryan Kerrigan, didn't I? I think I did. Did you? Um, I, had it, I had it written down on the rundown. <laughs> yeah, I said Ryan Kerrigan, Anthony Harris. I think the Kerrigan signing is really good. Yeah, he's, I didn't he's an underrated player. Anthony Harris is cheap too on a one-year deal. I mean, he was a Pro Bowl safety. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he was hurt last year. Uh, everybody in Minnesota's defense was hurt. Like, I, I feel like him and Eric Wilson got a really bad rep because their defense gave up six touchdowns to Alvin Kamara, and everybody goes, "Whoa, uh, we tried telling you the Vikings defense sucked." I'm like, "Well, no <laughs> kidding. No kidding. We already knew they sucked. It's that's why they didn't make the playoffs last year." But you know, your defense can be bad, and you still have good players on it. So that's how I'm looking at it. But that front. 
that front for the Eagles have. Uh, the fact that you can put out Ryan Kerrigan, Brandon Graham, Butcher Cox, um, and Javon Hart, and I'm not even going with pass rush here. Uh, you know, let's add Derek Barnett to a third down pass rush. You got something there. Like Derek Barnett led the team in um, I forget the stat I used. It was like percentage per percentage pressures or something like that. Yeah, yeah, percentage per sack or something like that. He led the team, and Kerrigan would have been second. That that's insane. And when you're over one percent, you're a pretty good pass rusher. And Brandon Graham was over one percent last year. This team was fifth in the league in pressures. They were third in the league in sacks. They're gonna get to the quarterback. I, I have no doubt. If the Eagles' pass rush is bad this year, I'd be shocked. All right, bold prediction from uh, from Jeff Kerr there on the Eagles, the Giants. The G-Men have a win total of seven as well. The over, however, juiced uh, slightly minus 120. Their NFC odds, 35 to one. And their Super Bowl odds, 75 to one. Kadarius Tony and Aziz Ojalari were their top uh, additions in the draft, along with trading down uh, when the Eagles got Devontae Smith. Dave Gunnaman traded back, got a first-round pick from Chicago next year, so that has to be factored in as well. And then they were pretty busy in free agency. Kenny Galladay, Kyle Rudolph, Adoree Jackson, Leonard Williams, who was on the tag, but then they ended up signing. And, of course, friend of the program, Mike Glennon, my good buddy. Um, so, I like with the uh, – I, I, I like the Giants this year, and I don't – I'm. I'm shocked. I don't. I don't normally want to like the Giants. I think they, if, if four to one or longer, I think they're decent value to win the division. So I'm fine with that. There, I think they'll win more than seven games. I don't know that I would take them to win the NFC or the Super Bowl because I don't trust Daniel Jones, and ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. Oh, by the way, they also signed John Ross. If if you care about such things, there's enough here where you can envision. A decent offense if Daniel Jones stops fumbling, stops leading the league in fumbles, that may be a, too much of an ask. The Giants did the one thing this offseason that they – I thought they'd address and they didn't, and it's not even Daniel Jones is fumbling. I think Daniel Jones fumbles as much as he does because he doesn't have an offensive line, and they didn't address it at all. They're like, nah, we're just going to go with Andrew Thomas. Uh, but, you know, we did that the year before, even though it didn't work. You know, we're going to bank on these guys developing. Well, that's great and everything, but that's not going to win you the NFC East because you got the skill position players to help Daniel Jones. I, I really like that. Your defense is going to be a top 10 unit. No doubt about that. I love Patrick Graham. He's going to be an NFL head coach. But the Giants' two biggest problems the last five years have been quarterback and offensive line. They didn't really fix it, and they're not helping the quarterback. Like, they're all in on Daniel Jones, but they do nothing to help Daniel Jones up front. Like, they, they got Kenny Galladay. Love the signing. Um, yeah. I'm a big Darius Slayton fan. I hope his target share doesn't go down because they have Ken Galladay. Um, Evan Ingram's still not crazy about. He cost them the first game against the Eagles last year because he can't catch a football that's right in his hand. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. As long as their offensive line is bad, they're not going to have a chance no matter what Joe Judge preaches. That's probably true. It could improve. I mean, Andrew Thomas took a big step forward at the end of the year. Um, it, there, there are questions about it, but it's it all comes down to Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones takes a leap forward, this team is a playoff team. And if Daniel Jones does it, then you know there's a possibility people are looking for jobs. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this team won 10 games, especially considering the teams that are uh, listed ahead of it. Again, I would bet they're over at seven games. That's where I'm at with them right now. i take the over, too. Yeah, I, seven is just doable, even if, with a tough schedule, just because of what's in the division. And and again, because you're hoping that Daniel Jones can take a leap forward with all these weapons around him. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll discuss Washington and Dallas. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Washington's win total eight. The defending NFC East champs over minus 135. They're 25 to one to win the NFC. 50 to one to win the Super Bowl. Added uh, Jamin Davis, my boy, and Deami Brown, who Pete Prisco loves the deep threat in the draft. Curtis Samuel, very much a notable Free agent addition for Washington. Anything? Uh, do you do you dig what Washington? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick too, as well, which is kind of huge, just because if he plays the way that he's played at times, I, you kind of see you see this offense being pretty good, right? I actually think this offense is going to be legit, and they don't need to be like a top ten offense here. I honestly wrote if the Redskins have this Washington's a top fifteen offense. They're going to the playoffs. They're going back. I don't know if they'll win the division, but they're good enough. And that's one thing I like about Washington. I really like the additional ride for Spath. You're throwing to uh, Deami Brown. Uh, I always forget how. Deami Brown, yeah. Yeah, Deami Brown. Uh, he was a stud in North Carolina. Absolute yep. stud. And they got him in the third round. Uh, I couldn't believe it. And you had Curtis Samuel, who I thought was the most underrated free agent signing on the book. You have Antonio Gibson. You have Terry McLaurin. Yep. Um. Logan Thomas. Thomas was awesome at tight end last year. Yeah. And I don't like the Morgan Moses cut, but they seem to have a replacement in the kid from Texas. Um, what's the kid's uh, last name? Uh, Sam, um, the second round pick. Oh, uh, oh, Samuel Cosby. Cosby. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So I guess. He's... And they added Charles Leno too. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, that's a decent left tackle. It's, yeah. I mean, they could move in the right side. It's, all depends what they want to do there, but I like their offensive line. Fitzpatrick gets rid of the ball quick anyway, so I don't think that's a, that big of an issue. Um, their defense is going to be a top five unit. I don't even need to go that much farther into it, but I love the Fitzpatrick sign for a year. And to me, they have the division's best head coach, Ron Rivera, and it's not even close. I would agree with that as well. The schedule is tough. They open up with the Chargers, Giants at home, then they're at the Bills, at the Falcons, Saints at home, Chiefs at home, at the Packers, at the Broncos. That's a tough first eight weeks, but they are they are a grizzled sort of veteran team with a good defense, and hopefully you, know, you would hope they would have a running game, and, and then Fitzpatrick can go yolo at times. At, coming out of the by the week nine, by they have Tampa in week ten, but then it lightens up uh, substantially down the stretch. Assuming that the rest of the division isn't good, they have at Carolina, Seattle, at Las Vegas, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly, Giants to close out. I mean, that is a that is a 
five-game division stretch to close out the season, unless Dallas or Philly or the Giants are just a 13-win team, this division won't be decided until the final five weeks of the season. Like that is that is a that is five of your what eight six division games. They did it on purpose too. They know the NFC East is going to come down to the wire, and these teams are probably not going to be that good. So let, let's do it. And I, I think Washington's the first team since like the Bucks in 1995 that five straight teams end the division and or five straight division games or something like that. And that was when the division that was when we had what the NFC right. Central. So again, it's. It's really rare to see this in the 2002 realignment era, but look at where we are. And honestly, if Washington somehow is five and five, six and five going into that stretch, they'll win this division. I have no doubt about that. I I think they can go four and two down the stretch and just clinch it. I I agree with you. That's probably going to be Ron Rivera's goal. Let's get to this five game stretch above 500 and then put our foot on, you know, and just bury the rest of the division. Dallas also has. Four of five game, four or five, four of their final five games are division games. So you're going to see who, I, if the Cowboys are in the in the race, I hope you like watching the Cowboys on primetime because they will be on there. Dallas's win total nine and a half, 14 to one to win the NFC, 28 to one to win the Super Bowl. They went all defense in the draft, including Michael Parsons, Kelvin Joseph, and Chauncey Golston. I don't really think you can look at the Cowboys in, in I mean, did they, I mean, I will say Dak was their top free agent addition. You know, because they, I mean, they, 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 they had a ton of draft picks and they use a, they just, I mean, they use them all over the place, but primarily focused on defense. And then the DAC signing was really, I think, the, the only key free agency signing, maybe Carlos Watkins from Houston. They didn't do a whole lot of free agency. No, it's, I, I felt in past years they were more busy. Like, I, if you really want to look at their best all season sign, not DAC, it was Micah Parsons when they drafted him. Right. You could have gotten a 10. You got an extra pick from the Eagles, and you were able to draft, in my opinion, the draft's best defensive player at 12. And he's going to cover up so many holes on their defense. But, okay, so their defense goes from, what, 32nd to 28th? Is it really going to be that much better? No. It will It will be, at best, a top 25 defense, I would think. Yeah, and I, I'd be optimistic. If, if, if it was 20th, I would give them every opportunity to win the NFC East because Dak's going to throw for a lot of yards. They're going to score a lot of points, but they're also going to give up a lot of points. And – I don't think Dan Quinn's going to make that much of a difference there. I mean, I, I think the system's going to be better. I think they're going to be a better football team, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I want to pick them to win the NFC East. I really do. And my head says they will win the NFC East, but yeah. Washington's defense is just so good. I, I And their, their offense, as I said earlier, if they're a top 15 offense. They win that division. Well, I hope people listen to this podcast uh, back in, the middle of March when the Ryan Fitzpatrick signing happened, we told people to take the Washington football team at plus three and a half to one or four to one. And that's no longer there. They're like two, two to one or two and a half to one, which, you know, is, is not still not terrible. I guess I have no interest in taking Dallas at, at plus one and five. That's that number is not good enough for me. Especially, it's a waste of money. What's that? It's a waste of money. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it's just even odds. I mean, just take their over under win total at nine and a half and you know they can win 10 games and not the division. Right. Or, you know, I, I would rather do that than to take the division at plus one five. My concern with the Cowboys is we saw Dak Prescott playing at a, as a high a possible level as you think he would get from a statistical standpoint. And the Cowboys are still losing games. <laughs> that was also the Giants. The Giants. 
<laughs> like they were they were behind they were losing they were getting creamed by the browns they, they just couldn't you know and they, they were losing the falcons it wasn't a very good football team and I, that makes me just i need to see it from mike mccarthy in dallas before i buy in i, I don't think it wouldn't surprise me at all if they were the third best team in this division even with the healthy dak now he's going to keep him in games and that offense is going to put up points and they're going to put up big fantasy numbers but if they don't if their defense isn't vastly improved with three addition like three or four additions in the draft these guys are starting these rookies and you're asking them to start in 2021 in a what is a weird offseason. This is a tough spot for them with a new defensive coordinator. And Mike McCarthy made some boneheaded calls last year. Like Real boneheaded calls. Ben and Andy Dolmer. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Why are you doing a reverse on, like, second and 20? I don't yeah. understand the logic. Like, Aaron Rodgers isn't your quarterback anymore. He's not bailing you out of anything. Right. Exactly. They have the, probably the best wide receivers in football. The offensive line is still good. It's, it's I mean – it's a, it's a very good offensive line. Probably not – it's not the elite offensive line that it was uh, in previous years. And, you know, Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, some nice weapons at tight end. Of course, Zeke and Tony Pollard. I mean, if Dak's healthy, this offense is going to be really good. Like, just by default, it's going to be a top-five offense. But there's and a chance – fun to watch, too. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. But there's a decent chance that they're just like the Falcons last year where, you know, you've got tons of weapons, you've got tons of points, you can't stop anybody, it doesn't matter, and you're ultimately come, trying to come from behind a lot. And if that's the case, then I'm not buying in. So – I wouldn't take the under on the Cowboys. I think I'm just a stay away on Dallas. I, the, to me, the value is not there for them uh, because we haven't seen it and we need to see it from the defense. So no bet there for me. Washington, I like the Washington over eight a lot. I, I still like Washington to win the division. I think the Giants, four to one to win the division or better. Four and a half to one is pretty good. I, I can't splash the Giants to win the Super Bowl, but I think they go over seven wins as well. So I like Washington over seven, Washington over eight, and uh, New York over seven are probably my favorite bets out of this division. If Eli Manning would somehow come back for a postseason run, yeah. then I would pick the Giants to win the Super Bowl. But right, right. besides that, no, that, that's not happening. Uh, I, I'm honestly, I'll stay away from anything Dallas, too. Um, we used to, you know, when I played football, it was always poisoned on special teams for the football. Well, guess what? Poison. Stay away from them. I, I wouldn't pick them. Um, I would definitely go over on their win total, though. If you okay, I agree with you. you want 10, ten and seven is not a great season, you know. But they do start. They're at Tampa Bay at the Chargers. Those are two tough opening games. Um, both will be on, featured on your eyeballs. Uh, then they have Monday Night Football at home against Philly. They play the Panthers at home, Giants at home. Then they're at New England. So it's possible they're three and three or worse going into their week seven bye. And if that's the case, you've got some concerns at Minnesota coming out, Denver, Atlanta at home at KC, you know, they're at home against Vegas at new Orleans. And then you have those two games against Washington late one against New York and one against Philly plus a game against Arizona. They can definitely get to 10 wins, but if they stumble out of the gate against either Philly, Carolina or New York, Lord help them. Two of those teams who you know, all might have pretty good defenses. Then Dallas could be, you know, we could be a, a bye week seven. Where is it Mike McCarthy's job on the line? You know, well, like, not as Mike McCarthy's job's on the line, and they're not supposed to beat Tampa. They, they, I don't think they'll beat Tampa in that opening game. No, I don't think they beat Tampa either. I, I, the only reason they're in prime time is because of the Cowboys. I think, I think they're three and three. Maybe four, four and two would be a massive win going into that week seven bye. I think three and three is more likely. And if that's the case, you know, you have to pick up a bunch of division wins. You know, you have to play Washington again. This is it's not an easy schedule. I, I'm i not going to take the under, but I would lean under on Dallas because I'm just not buying Mike McCarthy. The opponent win percentage is so deceiving for them because they have what the second or third easiest schedule in the NFL. But then when you actually look at the schedule, it's not that easy at all. It, it really isn't. There's some tough, tough games on there. If they're good, they're good. 
Well, a lot remains to be seen. I know that I think there's better value elsewhere in the division. All right, Jeff Kerr, thanks as always, buddy. Great stuff on the on this division and the one from earlier in the week. Make sure to check it out in the feed. Appreciate the time, pal. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, Will. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.